0: And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100% discover personally how the word of god can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of pastor chris ross pastor chris is the founder of breakthrough ministries international church with multiple branches in south africa and abroad he is a healing evangelist for the jesus the answer outreach ministry an outreach crusade bringing healing deliverance and breakthrough to many people breakthrough ministries international is a vibrant church with young energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We pray that you will come to break every stronghold. Shine low through the shadows. Burn like a fire on us. Thank you for this gathering. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing. Thank you for great blessings. We honor you, we love you, we adore you. Hmm. Jesus, you may be seated. I trust you had a bit of a breather and a rest and a shower. Huh? Yes. If you didn't shower then don't sit so close to the neighbor next to you. Yes. Are you enjoying the camp so far? Yes. It's only getting better. Yes. Long hours of sitting under the word is going to change you. Amen. Yeah, it is a spiritual thing that's busy happening and you will experience it. Hallelujah. also planning some wonderful things for tonight so we trust that after the session we will start with some more fellowship amen Amen. but this is called fellowship in the word what we are doing now it's also one of the campaigns to sit under the word for long hours it transforms a person amen I'm very jealous for many of you that's younger than me Very, very jealous because I wish I could have had this type of Servant's armed and trained teaching You know, just missed it But God is gracious that I can still be part God is gracious That I can still experience a little bit of the drops of His great power Amen Hallelujah During the break, I was asked by some of the Ravensmeet people If they want to start something in Ravensmeet And it really touched me that I believe they can be stirring up some things inside of people Amen? Amen And it's wonderful if you have desires To do the work of the Lord And as I'm teaching and preaching and your mind is working Wonder what I can do Wonder what I should do next Where must I go from here That is a wonderful uh, place To be in, in your life Amen I want to talk to you just a few minutes About the lay ministry Why we need you to All be involved in the church Even though you work For a secular boss Amen It could, it could Almost look like Only the pastors That, um, that Are full time Must do the work but not so yet BMI. We expect everybody to get involved in the work because we will never make it with a few full-time pastors to reach the world. Amen. So, this there's a, a book called Lay People and the Ministry, called Lycos. Yeah. There were some other names before, but now it's called this, Lay People and the Ministry. If you have the collection of books, It should be in your collection. Remember, these books have been given to you for free. Free. 100 books. On whatever device you have. If it's a phone, you can have it on the phone. If it's an iPad or one of these Galaxy tabs, you can have all the books on there. It's a blessing. I actually have one or two tabs at my house that I don't use. I must actually see who. I can give a tab to, you know, let's just check again, one or two small tablets that is just used for books. You can't do other things on there, just book reading. I think one is Dr. Mike Murdoch's tablet that somebody gave me as a gift with, I think Pastor Clint's team with all his books on. But you can also add, like Bishop Dagg's full load, will be wonderful. I'll think about who I can give those steps to, depending on how you look at me during this session. I saw you swimming uh, at the beach, uh, Nicole. But it was like imag- imagination, imaginative swim. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Um, the lay ministry. It's just an old term used for people who do God's work, but they still work. I was a lay minister for many years. I was a school teacher for 12 years. And then I came to full time. And then when I started my own church, I had to go to teach a little bit more. I worked as an assistant pastor with Benjamin Wilson. And for I think one or two years I was full time. But then I started my own church, and the church was too small. To pay, my, to pay me a, a living salary, or at least a livable salary. So, because I am qualified as a teacher, I could go back to teaching. A little bit of teaching. I think then for a year or so, or two, year and a half, and then I came full-time again. Then the church grew quickly. My own local church, called that time called Bella Christian Church. All of you were part of Bella Christian Church. Before we changed to Breakthrough. Okay. I don't know. I, I think I made the same mistake that Bishop Dagg made. He called his church Kolibu Christian Center. Then he realized, but it's too small. It, his, his ministry is going to be bigger than Kolibu. Kolibu is an area in Accra. Uh, and then, they, had to cha- then by, they changed it to Lighthouse. But it was first called KCC. We were also BCC, so we changed. Then we were called Breakthrough Christian, or I don't know what, uh, Christian Church. Then we just said, no man, this is so Bombay. Let's do BMI. And I think BMI sticks, isn't it? BMI is a great one. And Jamie Ross has branded us so nicely. Wow. Who could ever think that she would do all this wonderful work for the Lord? Esther. Mordecai says of Esther and Esther 4 Who would think that God will use you? You know Actually you have been asked now Esther 4 Esther the four fourteen. Ah See I'm a a man of the word, see? He says, If thou altogether holdest thy peace, then shall there enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knows whether thou wilt come to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is the very popular verse from Esther. If people talk about the book of Esther, they talk about this verse. Because Esther was a beautiful young girl, was cared for by her uncle Mordecai. And then when the Queen Vesti, when she misbehaved, they decided to remove her. Because it would be a bad example to the other young ladies in the province for a wife To misbehave like this wife. When the king called her, she refused to come. You ladies must thank God you're not living in the days of Esther and Vesti. Because many of you would have been replaced by now. Yeah. So, Esther was chosen because the king needed a new wife. And so many ladies went through preparation for months, bathing in oil getting the stink smells out of them, smelling from far, very nice, like rose petals. I mean, for a year, you lie just in oil. Oil sinks into your bones. And then, there was a plot to kill the Jews. And the spirit of Hitler is the same evil spirit that came on a guy called Haman. Amman decided to kill the Jews or made a plot to kill the Jews and the Jews has been murdered for many years all over the world. It's a very sad thing how the Jews were sought out wherever they lived and they were told to be like eradicated of the planet. It could only be satanic. Why would somebody want to kill people? Like not in the same place in different countries. Wherever these Jews killed them and they were killed by the millions. Yeah. in the gas chambers, We're just lined up like flies. There was too much to kill the Jews, the soldiers who shot them. They started to have nightmares. So they decided to, to not kill them. Like They stood in the in in rows like this, and the soldiers couldn't sleep in the night. So they decided to take away that type of killing and then put, just let gas come out of the chamber, and then they all just fall over. Six million Jews were murdered in the Second World War and throughout history in different places where they lived but it started way back you see the Jews Jesus Christ was a Jew Satan ate the Jews because of bringing the Savior because the nation that that brought the Savior to the world and the nation that gave us the Word of God those two things the Savior and the word of God. So you see, all these South Africa fighting against Israel. I'm very careful. I don't ever stand with South Africa against anything. I don't know what's happening there, but all I know is hey, don't go close to God's things. Hmm? The small nation survived all these years. At any rate, this man tried to kill them also. And then he says to Esther, and I want to say to you as well today. Breakthrough is going to be a mega church With thousands and multitudes of people. Now you can play a role. But. If you don't do it. Then enlargement shall arise. From another place. You see. Like Judas was replaced by Matthias. Uh, one who. Who walked with us. He said, "One, choose one that was with us from the days that Jesus was here. To replace this one. Mm? And two were, two were chosen, but the Lord fell on Matthias. And he replaced Judas as one of the twelve apostles. Uh-huh. Actually, many of you put up your hands earlier said, Hey, we are, we are here for the first time, Pastor. We have not been to a camp before. You replace those who sat here before. Uh, as we're going higher and higher and higher. I mean, that time when we had these camps, Mauritius and Cyril can tell you that we were not as big as we are now. Ah. We prophesied this bigness that time. They didn't believe us. Now we are here, and look how you're sitting on their places. Huh? So if you don't uh, believe what I'm saying, and if you don't Want to be part of the growth that the Lord is planning to bring to us prophetically, then another, another. Enlargement, it will come. It will arise. But it shall come maybe from another place. Mm? But God is now giving you uh, the opportunity to be part of something wonderful. Don't forget, it's something beautiful. It's a beautiful church. And a beautiful job. Hallelujah. Pray always that the Lord keeps your mind focused on a beautiful church with a beautiful job. Hallelujah. And do you see the difference between Esther and, and what's her name? Vesti. Must I tell you what's the main difference between yes. Esther and Vesti was also beautiful because the king wanted to show off her beauty in front of his friends. but when he called us he refused to come so the difference between them is very simple that Esther had a Mordecai and Vestia had no Mordecai Esther had someone who could tell her what to do and who could instruct her and who could rebuke her and that corrector. This him speaking. This is the words of Mordecai. If you, he says, Esther, do this. Go to the king. Tell him this, this, this. They want to kill the Jews. She said, I can't just go to the king. Things have changed. Can't just do this. But as he had told her a fourth time, she grew up with him, and he could instruct her. Do this. Don't do that. Do this. Bath yourself. Wash yourself. Do this. Cut your cut your nails. Do this. Brush your teeth. Some girls can't be told what to do. And those girls are dangerous when they get married. It's like, you don't tell us what to do. Especially professional girls who have a nice job. And who earn more than their husbands. Oh, Jesus. They tell their husbands straight away, I don't take nonsense. I don't take nonsense. But Esther... She always had someone to tell her. You must be thankful that you have somebody like me to tell you. you know, that your misbehavior is not, is not desirable. Yeah. Your misbehavior is not desirable. Actually, it's not very difficult, I think, to survive in this life. I really think. It's this main thing. You just need a Mordecai. Amen. And I know how you, how you have to fight... The natural tendencies of women to fight. The, but let me not go into all that stuff. I will just. The husbands must just come to me. if their wives must behave. And I will, I will put them in their correct place. Like Mordecai did to Esther. Amen. Amen. But now we need lay ministers. <coughs> the lay ministry. Seven things you must know about the lay ministry. I have wonderful people here that work for different companies, and we are not encouraging you to leave your jobs. No. We're saying you can still do your work and work for the Lord. Some of you will have to come one day, leave your work as the Lord calls you. There is a call for full time, but there's a call for lay ministry. The lay ministry, number one, will greatly enhance the work of the church and the work of planting new cells. New churches. Amen. That's the first key. It's lay ministry that made us have a church in Johannesburg. Because our pastor there went to go and find a job there. And and we planted the church because he's there. Oh yes. Lay ministry. He's a pastor but he's lay. And now even our missionaries... In Uppington and the one in uh, is London is a lay minister. She's working at the creche in the day and in the, in the night she's a pastor. Wonderful, isn't it? So you also tell your neighbor what you do in the day and then tell your neighbor that in the night you are a pastor. Tell, tell, tell your neighbor. I don't see you your neighbor. I don't see you telling your neighbor. The lay ministry, listen. It's a long discussion. What, what, what are you? What are you? Huh? I didn't say explain all the detail of your job. Is it the titles? Very long. Mercy. The lay ministry will greatly enhance the church, you know, because it's a sacrifice of pastors and evangelists who labor without being paid for their services. But the work of God is so big and so large that without this lay ministry, very few churches will be established. Do you understand? And most ministries ground to a halt because of the bills. The high cost of maintaining staff. It's almost impossible for the church to employ the people that are needed for the work. We need like four times our amount, but we can't. We don't have, the tithes and offerings are not big enough to cover more full-time work. I would have loved Pastor Charlie to be full-time. I would have loved a few of you to, to help me in the full-time ministry. It be so nice, but how, you see? So the lay ministry is an important ministry. And I want you to understand it. I'm going to show you later that you don't have to tell everybody you're a pastor. It's almost like you're an undercover pastor. Because sometimes if you are to open about your pastorship, then they attack you. Say a pastor. Look Say an. Is it yeah So you must also use wisdom in the lay ministry. Uh, you don't have to say everything there are times when you can't stop it anymore when they can say hey this child like me I was away from school most of the time doing the church work it is, I was virtually to a place where I realized I'm doing an injustice to the children I can't really give attention to them because I'm every night church work, church weekends, church work, church work hey my books were starting to lag behind Deirdre was my Assistant marker for many years. She used to mark my books. Many she was still a school child when she worked for me. School. Came with school uniform to Mark. Yeah. Many of the people here, it's not yesterday's people. You yesterday's, you are just fortunate to be here. But those that's been with me, it's been for 30 years. Long. And I find the same in Bishop Dagg's ministry. When he talks about these, these kids that grew up and is now wonderful. And then the, their children now also become singers and, you know, it's going to be like that also here. We will, your children look like Chelsea and Jade now. was. You guys were not a thought. Now look how big you are and how you also are real pastors in the church. Lay pastors, amen? I pray for you when you go to schools. You're both studying education. Hey, school is not the same as it was. But may the Lord make a way for you. Amen. But lay ministry is not popular in some circles. So many churches don't recognize you as pastors. But at BMI we recognize you. What's a pastor? So, most of us have this idea that this is one pastor and an assistant pastor. I now call it a, what the 2IC. Second in command. My 2IC. My 2IC. see. You never heard that one, eh? So, I'm one step ahead of all of you. 2 I 2IC. <laughs> The lay ministry is not popular in some circles. In many churches and many cultures, everybody must be paid for their services. The organist, the keyboard player must be paid. The guitarist must be paid. The sound controller must be paid. The pastor constantly looks for a higher salary for his services. And my friends, most of the ripened harvest are in the poor regions of the world. How will the poor people of the earth Be rich in their poverty If we just think everybody must be paid We Many years ago We never paid our musicians all these years And when Bishop Dare came to reinforce it We even said wonderful Because I was one of the few who said no Even though Cyril is a great musician We told him If we do that Then everybody who does something for the work Is later going to start asking for money We will never be able to run it to see full time is full time. You must do everything from the morning to the evening. You must be busy, not just to press a few keys and to turn a knob for the sound from four to five. Then we must pay you. We can all do that. Doctor tips can do it also. And she can go work for the hospital. Wonderful. Yes. The ministry of unpaid pastors and evangelists is very key. And that is why your work here, as a servant armed and trained, is important for the growth of this church. You are not unimportant. Tell your neighbor, you are important. Give a little Ghanaian. Was Nigerian? Do the Nigerians also? Nigerians? Yeah. My God is big. Is that Nigerian? Nigerian, yeah. So tell your neighbor, you are important though. Where the sacrificial nature of Christianity is compromised, church growth and church planting comes to an end. And that's what happened in Cape Town and in South Africa. The sacrificial nature. I can't work if I don't get paid. Hmm. But the church of Jesus was born on the sacrifice of Christ. Amen. And the apostolic church. And the church will only grow if it grows through sacrifice. Let's look at Paul the tent maker. Acts 18 verse 1 to 4. If there's any contemporary version or NLT, contemporary or NLT. Let's look at this. Uh, From, yeah, Acts 18 verse 1 to 4. Then Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. They became acquainted with a Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently arrived from Italy with his wife Priscilla. They had left Italy when Claudius Caesar was deported, all Jews from Rome. Paul lived and worked with them. What did they do? For they were tent makers. Just as he was. What was Paul then? <laughs> he could stitch. I don't know, how they did it in those days. They probably had, I don't know, maybe the wheel, some wheel, the old machine with the wheel, and stitch tents. Because many of those Easterns, uh, Eastern people, they lived in tents. Amen. So that was Paul's job. He sold tents. The man who wrote off of the New Testament, he wasn't full-time. He was a lay pastor. Tell the guy next to you, are you Paul? Continue, continue verse 4. Now you, you worked with us too, and then but every Sabbath, Paul went to the synagogue trying to convince the Jews and the Greeks alike. The Sabbath was the Saturday, the church day. So in the week. Grrr, Sundays turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 4 or to Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 1 turn your Bibles Amen it's like you at work they, they don't need to know so much lest they start to attack you if a snake shows his head he's going to be killed if a snake must come in here now some ladies will run some men will also run. and sh- <laughs> But some men will come with, with whatever they have to sh- smash this head. Yeah, he'll die. He won't stand a chance. Huh? So, careful. Number two, it is possible to combine secular work and the ministry. It is possible to combine secular work and the ministry. Lay ministry requires the ability to combine the secular work with real ministry. And the best example is Paul, the apostle. It's also called the self-supporting ministry. If you don't want to call it lay, call it self-support. You, are, you support yourself. You may ask, is this the way that God planned for ministry to be? You say, doesn't the Bible say that those who live of the gospel, or those who preach the gospel must live of the gospel? This is in 1 Corinthians 9. But I also combined working in the school with working in the church. Amen. And many people are effective ministers of the word. And continue. Uh, Maria is a lay minister. LP Maria. She's a, some big dude at the hospital there. Manager. Yeah. But Sundays she's behind the pulpit. Turn your Bibles to John chapter five. <laughs> so is Pastor Kaiser. Oh, yes. It's more important for the churches today. Are you with me? And then we can use the money for a lot of other good things. Uh, If if we we don't have to pay our salaries. Because a salary today, things are expensive. It will be better. Amen. I'm hoping you understand and I feel the Holy Spirit says this is important for me to explain this to you. That you must look after your jobs also. You must balance the work of the ministry. You'll be tired because you're doing two jobs at the same time. But God will bless you. Hallelujah. So the best example, number three, the best New Testament example is Paul. And the best Old Testament example is the prophet Daniel. Daniel had three jobs. I'm happy Ramon you could come although you're not feeling well. The lady next to Ramon, do you, you had fever or flu in the past few months? Just move your chair slightly that way. <laughs> she might be a bit sick, okay. But she's now, we started to give her a lot of work. Legal work. Because the church needed a lawyer at the right time. Documents of work. But it's, so actually if we can take somebody like that full time it will help us greatly but we can't afford it so we needed to stay working for a job and still do this because that's the type of work that only somebody that has been trained for that skill can do nobody else can just write these things do you see but it's a great thing it's, it's a particular set of skills that she has yeah. it's a particular set of skills <coughs> she, may, she becomes a threat to the enemy. I first thought that churches must never get involved in court cases and legal battles. But when I read about Bishop Dagg and how they fight in court all the time, I realized, look, this is, this is part of our lives. Sue us, we are ready to defend. And if you mistreat us, we will sue you. Oh, yes. No, from the Erosian and Prat, nothing like that. Legal. Actually, we now, my wife, I don't know how it works. She drew up these legal documents for all of you to sign. But I now heard that at the seaside that the people didn't get the documents. It's a very important thing, the indemnity forms. These are all legal. Bishop Dag was talking to me privately and one stage. We were few together. He said, get all your legal stuff in order they had they have now you see when the when the when the enemy becomes jealous of the church then he attacks the church but you need to be legally organized uh-huh. so they removed all their music from wherever you people used to download from you see it's gone yeah they said they said somebody went to complain was a rango that left the church he went he wrote to america and he, then he complained at some organization that they were using the tunes of the old songs and writing secular songs, writing gospel songs. Because you know they use the tunes of the old songs. But this, their songs is even nicer than the, than the old earth. <laughs> huh? It has more, yeah, it has nice stuff. And I would have loved you guys to sing some of that when they just wrote it. If not the modern ones now, you know in the palace. God, the, the other stuff. You know? Like the one you always sing when we go to churches, that one. Maximum impact and those things, yeah. So they did that. And they also took them to court. They sued, they sued the church for 12 million. There were fewer employees that wanted to, that left the church and said the church never paid them the, rest, the good salary that they deserved. So now they're suing the church for it. And it was a long court case. I tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy. Rodney Howard Brown was in prison recently because of this COVID thing. something. Yeah, he went to jail. So that's why we need certain skills in the church. Are you with me? And uh, we can't pay everybody. But we need you to be like Daniel. He had three jobs. Number one, he was the member of parliament for the Babylon province. Number two, he was the second vice president to, Bel- to Belsaza. Then number three, he was also the prime minister during the rule of Darius. He lived in three, he had three or two kings, really. And in, and uh, he became, he was, you know, when they took the Israel, this also here you could see Israel was taken captive to Babylon. He was one of the Jewish boys. And he was given a job, although he was a prophet. He saw Visions of the end time, Daniel. But yet he worked as a government official. Oh yes. You too can do this. Are you hearing me? Amen. Mm? Amen. Number four. Lay pastors will become prominent in the last days. Oh yes. The ministry of Paul will live again today through you secular work and also working for the Lord. Number five. Paul practiced this ministry so that you can follow his good example. Hallelujah. Listen to what he says in Acts 20 verse 32. Listen. Acts 20, 32 to 36. Also in the modern language. Don't you have the contemporary English? C.E.V.? No. Okay. And now I entrust you to the God and the message of His grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. Go on. I have never coveted anyone's silver or gold or fine clothes. Now he's explaining. You know that these hands of mine have worked to supply my own needs. Wow. Tell your neighbor, these hands have worked to supply my own needs. Yeah. You can say it because you are a lay pastor. I can't say it now anymore, and Deirdre can't say it, and Pastor Robbie and Pastor Lucille, we can't say it now. We are full time. It's a different calling. You can say these words. Even the needs of those who were with me. Hey, beautiful. Go on. And I have been an example of how you can help those you need by working hard. Do you see? I've been what? An example. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Hey! All of you listening to me are lay pastors, lay ministers, lay helpers, self-supporting ministers. And if you say, hey, I'm doing all this work. The church don't even give me petrol. I want to say to you, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give. You know, when I was a uh, a teacher in Uppington, I bought the whole sound system for the church. Now, this was a struggling church. So I, we, we decided, let's take up offerings to buy a sound system. Shall we, when we show the offerings. Let's say the offerings, say the sound system that time, I think it was about 12,000 rand. It was a bulldog. You know bulldog? Bulldog speakers with some amp. I didn't know anything about sound, so I just bought the cheapest system. So when we, when we got the price, the quote and everything, and then we said, right, let's count the money. I, uh, 12 run. <laughs> so I basically gave all the money. I bought because, you know, I am a very determined man. When I want to do something, I do it. Bought the whole system, and then my father, so company had trucks that moved up and down. Bought it in Cape Town, and then I asked them to put it on the trucks, take it to Uppington. The whole system, mics. And after the first outreach, the system blew. The system blew. So now I phoned the company and I said, look, this thing, I just bought it. It's broken. They said, look, the best we can do, you must send it back to Cape Town. I said, hey, another truck. Find the truck. Pay for transport. Eventually I got back. I showed them, look here, I just bought this thing. They said, so where did you use it? We said, no, we went open air, open The man started laughing. He said, look, you get cars, city golf, Toyota, Mercedes, BMW, you want to do the work of a Mercedes (laughs) with a city golf. (laughs) It can't work. And he said, when the sun hit this box, because we were outside in the sun, I think the temperature is 42 degrees. He said, it's finished. You need to buy a bigger, stronger machine. And so I had to take out more money to advance the church. But look where I am today. It's more blessed. We have seven, what is this? JBL speakers. This is the Mercedes Benz. This is now Mercedes. And I don't have just one pair. I've got two pairs. Oh, it's wonderful, isn't it? This is top of the range. Type in, in Google best speakers on the market, they come in the top five. Mostly they come number one. It's an American company. You see, I know a bit. I know things. It's an American company. JBL. Hey, God sees what you're doing. God will reward you. I went back to that church after 20 years. I was still struggling because I had to come back. The Lord probably just used me there for a season. Come back. And I was surprised to see that nothing has developed since I left. That's when I sent Sergio and Charlene and said, start the church there. I can't take over that church. It won't work. The mindset is too old. Let's go and start something brand new from the start. And our church is now bigger than their church. Than the church that I was working in before. Because it belongs to the Assemblies of God. That work and our work is growing and growing and growing, and soon they will cross the hundreds. Amen? Amen. Yeah, they are about 80. I see they count six 60 to 80 every Sunday. Soon they will go over 100, and they will move. Then we, we have what we call targets barriers the 100 barrier, then we go for the 200 barrier, then the 300 barrier. <coughs> it's happening. It started with bull, bulldog. Bulldog speakers. The money I earned from teaching. Some I had to give back to my mother and father. Hey, my mother and father wanted a lot of money. I wasn't even staying with them. But you know it is. They wait for you to go for four years to university. Now you finish. Now they have also sharpened the, the expectation for this money to come. So you still have plans, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. That's why I decided this buggers, they don't have to give me anything. I don't even think you ever, do you ever give any money to us when you worked? Never, never. Because I learned from that lesson, it doesn't work. I'm not waiting for children to bring me money. Rather, I must give them still till the day, even if they're married. Establish yourself like that. Don't, don't, don't be waiting for children's money. It's a bad thing. Your mind is not working right. Don't do that. That's what happened to one of our, our pastors, our leaders. The mother said she must wait till she's 30 before she gets married because she must pay for seven years. Seven years. So I said to the mother, but what if the child, she's a young girl, she's going to want to have sex. It's called fornication. The ma said, Traki! Ik zoek my I want my money. Hey! I'm talking about the lay people and the ministry. <laughs> gave my money to the Lord. I could I didn't buy a car. When I got when I started working, I didn't buy a didn't buy a TV, didn't buy just my money went some to my parents and "Ah, others was for their church. Just gave to their church. Bought this, bought that, bought, sorted them out. I was the only like professional in the church. Others were all poor, poor people, one for shoprite. One was cleaning houses. It wasn't like the poor. But I didn't have, my mind was not thinking that I must go sit in a nice church and nothing like that. That's why I'm in Delft also with you people. But the Lord has raised up wonderful professionals in Delft. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Oh, Paul said I was a good example to you you help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord. It is more blessed to give. Verse 36. When he had finished speaking, he knelt and prayed. Hallelujah. 2 mm. Thessalonians 3.7. 3, 7. I'm talking about what? The lay ministry. 2 Thessalonians. For you know that you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you. Eight. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so that we could be a, not be a burden to any of you. This is the lay ministry. It's you. It's you. Hallelujah. Verse nine. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us. But we wanted to give you an example to follow. Sisipo. You must work for Marriott. Bring the money to the house of God. Amen. Then you can also turn around and tell these people. We had the right to ask you for money. But we wanted to give you an example to follow. Hallelujah. 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 Fruitful and lasting ministry. Number six, the last key. Lay pastors and volunteers can be just as fruitful as full-time ministers. Paul the Apostle, he traveled, he labored, he planted more churches than anyone else did. He was a lay pastor, but he was also a fruitful pastor. Amen? So you can also be a lay, self-supporting, fruitful pastor. And you are. I can see it. I can see it. Glory to God. Now, quickly, quickly. Why you must become a lay pastor? When you become a lay pastor, get, get this whole notion out of your mind, you're just going to be a member, okay? You are becoming a worker, that's why you are here at the training camp, to become a shepherd, hallelujah. You must become a lay pastor so that we can, you can live in certain geographical locations and do the ministry. That's what Osei, Osei, Osei say or say. said to me, I, I got this job, Pastor, but I don't think I must go to Joburg because I don't want to leave the church. I said, no, go. Go so that we can plant a church there. Go and work, enjoy work. And I organized him his first accommodation. I phoned a friend said, I've got a young man who's coming for a job. He's got the job, he just doesn't have a place to stay. Please organize him the place. We'll pay for it. Just organize it. And the guy did. And the rest is history. He's one of our biggest tithers. Pastor say, because God blessed him and he's like Daniel. He's working with the ambassadors of the European-African Union. Yeah, he flies all over Africa. But he stayed very humble and he stayed true to his calling. He never said, because I'm earning this big money, I'm going to go on my own. I can. No, no, he ties faithfully to the church in Cape Town. And God blesses him. He's increasing, increasing. Found a wife. Now as a child. Hey. When I came there last time, he was driving this huge Chrysler like your husband does. Something like that. It was his second car. He was driving a Toyota. He bought all these things cash. A lay minister. A man who told me, Pastor, I'm going to stay here. I'm not going to go there. I said, go there. I think it's God sending you. It's a geographical, different location. But we will have a church there. And he just took my instruction and he went. That's why when he comes, we can see the way he honors me. He says, this man, hey, this man. Because he, everything I told him, he does. And God blessed him. I was actually helping to find a wife for him. Now we went searching for a wife. I contacted Bishop Saki. We did he's probably listening to me because I saw him commenting this morning on some of the things. So I must be careful what I say. (laughs) Yeah, we found a wife. We we thought it was a good wife, but it was a vesti. We were looking for Esther, but we found a vesti. And then he was relating to me, Pastor, this girl says that I said, wait, wait, wait. Brakes, put the brakes on. I phoned Bishop Saki. I said, look, this thing is not going to work. We are, we, the two of us were organizing. It's called Shepardoria Linkaging. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I can't think about the Ghanaians or West Africa. I just think they are blessed with, with a certain level of respect and honor that I can't get from you. I can't tell the children who to marry They won't be they just do their own thing. I've tried many times. Some of them just say, I want this, I want this one. And nobody's gonna change my mind. But those guys, both him and Pastor Evans, when I was there for his wedding, after we ditched Vesti, we found Esther. It's the wonderful lady that he's married to now. She's a great blessing. And a spiritual woman and a beautiful woman so he got married and when we i went for the wedding specifically because of the way he obeys me i went far to ghana just for the wedding and at the wedding pastor evans came and he brought me a girl that he likes he said pastor please check it out for me fine or no fine I, when I saw her, I said, oh, she's beautiful. And then I also sat and I chatted to her. It was very difficult to make a decision over the table. But he needed an answer because when do I come there again to look at this? So I was just there but they said, yeah, here she is. Because there were ladies who wanted him here in Cape Town. Pastor Evans. The thin one. Huh? Why are you laughing? Huh? The ladies wanted him here. But he told me, no, 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 no. We can't just take these ladies because all of them have children. And the thing with the Ghanaians or, or those that are well looked after with the mind of being established, they don't do this. They call it born one. So you have a child and they ask you, that girl, born one or born two? Hey. Yeah, it's Ghanaian language I'm teaching you. So born one means she has one child. Born two, she has born two. She has born two. No, 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 no. They said, no, 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 no. That's why you ladies must look after yourselves. Don't just make babies. Hmm? The nice guys are going to pass you by. Then I said, take that one is good. Take, take that one. Then he took her. Every plans were made. Now he's married. Also, there's a baby. On the honeymoon, the man just did it. He, 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 he could only stay for a few days. He could only stay for a few days. The guy made sure he hit the target. Then, when he was here back in South Africa, he had the news: the wife is pregnant, and then the child is there now. What's the child's name again? Curtis, Curtis, Curtis. Beautiful baby. I played with the baby when I was, uh, I was in Ghana now, last time. He brought the baby to the airport. I said, look at this. He's a doctor now. He, he works for Wits University. Lay pastors, <laughs> lay ministers. I can't tell you what to do. I'm, only, I'm also rebuking you. It's, it's something in our colors. It's an a evil pride in us. I can't tell you what to do. Bishop also said, one of the things, the only place is South Africa, where the people told these crusade directors, you guys can't come here from Ghana and tell us what to do. He said, he's never heard it like this. The pride in this country, is 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 stinking you can't come tell us what to do this is our country that's why i said every case what it is pride will bring you low brother low somebody showed me a clip of ramaphosa doing a speech and the uh, assist the uh, deputy president was sleeping falling asleep here next to him who saw that one so somebody had to wake him up hey. uh, uh, uh. So this guy just said, are we going to vote for these guys? While he's talking. They you'll check it. You'll find it on YouTube. you find it. <laughs> so all the things we teach you. I said it when I spoke to C.T. Don't say, no man, they West Africans. You see? It's it's their culture. No, it's not so. It's biblical culture to obey a command, to take an instruction. It's God's thing, it's not African thing. We have wandered far away from the truth. We with our boastfulness and our pride. The Lord must deliver us. I tell you. It's a bad sign in you. Your parents can't tell you. Your pastor can't tell you. It's not good. Oh, Are you still around? Yes. Wow, our bride is coming soon. And now we must also celebrate our 21st birthday. I think this bride is for him. For mighty. Amen. Mighty, what a mighty God we serve. Number two, number two, number two. Are you learning about the lay ministry? Is it a good teaching? You must also become a lay. You are a nurse, right? Yeah, I I have professionals here. I tell you, wait, let me see my lay pastors. My lawyer stand, lawyer. Lawyer to be stand, lawyer to be. My doctor stand. My nurse stand. My engineer, Pastor Charlie. What? The, what? What is your designation? Stan it's an engineer. There's another nurse, another engineer. It's, it's, these are engineers. These guys earn big salaries. Don't go loan. Don't go loan money from them. <laughs> you are also some professional, isn't it? You are do human resource manager. Stan, you give work to people and money. Yeah, human resource. Come, let's see. Where's my professionals? You also, uh, you are skills. I'm talking about skills. You've got a special skill. Pastor Ali, what is your skill? You are a manufacturer of couches, expensive exported couches to Europe. Now, there's a tea you see in the is through him. He makes a tea. If you have a broken tear, just come to him and his wife. <laughs> this one is a bag manufacturer. Stan, are you not a professor? Her business can be far. Why were you not at the businessmen's meeting? Hmm, hmm. 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 <laughs> You should have been there. You guys are into what horticulture. Stan, yeah. These are the two. Yeah, I have professionals here. Come. Sorry if I missed you, but tell me what you do. There's a graphic design. Senior. Senior. What is your job? What did you study? Finance, revenue management. That's just to do with money. I know SARS has to do with revenue. <laughs> Professionals. And if I must do, it's not my fault. Stand and tell me what you do. Huh? What do you do? Stand, stand, stand. Are you, I'm, I'm sure you're all tithers. Eh? I, I, I be, better not let you stand and you're not tithers. You're give of your your t- God wants to use you as lay people so that you are support yourself and you can still do something for God. Yeah, it's wonderful. And God is going to always supply you. Where do you nurse? Rehab. Oh, huh? Say what you photos, what button you see. <laughs> see, we can start a medical thing in the church. Look at all these nurses. Yeah, I must think of it. What we can do. And also educate our people on some medical deficiencies. Hmm? Bevan is also a manager. You work where? Also in the hospital, but you ambulance services. So you see, she can send the ambulance. We bring the doctor and the nurse. The lady in the yellow skirt. Professionals and it's getting bigger and, and these are committed professionals i am sure there are many other professionals in our church but they're not committed these are committed professionals what do you do tashley analyst why are you sitting now you don't have to un- you don't have to understand she analyzes things she checks you out in every in our language she checks you out what are you busy with? Knowledge management. Sure. That sounds very dangerous. What's <laughs> that? Sounds like you earn a lot of money. Yeah. Knowledge management and information science. Yo. Yeah. Scientists to be scientists. Bio, what? What do you be called then? We finish. Ecologists. Ecologist. Science. What else? Let's do. Babies. <laughs> what do you do, Les? Business support systems. She support the business. Specialists. These were all our children that have now grown up, and their tithes supported the church wonderfully. Yeah, Lizzie and Tashley, Jamie. When I see their tithes, I say, "Hey, praise God!" These were our kids, school kids. They gave; they had nothing to give. Nothing. Now, the Lord is blessing them, and they're starting to give. We'll all be blessed by being connected. If this move is not of God, then you won't be blessed. But if it is of God, it will stand and you'll be blessed. Yeah. You'll all be blessed. Hallelujah. And I'm sure the rest of you also do some wonderful works. So, may the Lord bless all of you. Take your seats. Clap for them. I don't know who's going to be my first millionaire. we are praying for them to come also. Amen. Why must you be a lay pastor? You must become a lay pastor so that you are not a burden to anyone. Number two. Second Thessalonians 3 verse 8. He said, neither did we eat any man's bread for nothing. We never accepted food without paying for it. Put in the King James. Listen to it. He says, neither did we eat any man's bread for naught." But wrought with labour and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you. I like it. Amen. Because sometimes a full-time minister can be a a real burden to a church. There's a church in Belar that I know well, and uh, I remember speaking to the pastor. They had three pastors and a secretary, and so on. They were struggling to pay their wages, and they were not even a big church. They were not even—I think they were just about the 200. Member church. And then they get paid like half the month, half the money, and then the next half the month, end of the month, they get paid the rest because they had to wait for the tithes and offerings to come in. And I, and I realized the problem with this church is they've got too many full-time workers and they can't afford it. You see? That will kill this work that we are busy with. So we are very much under pressure. L P Lucile is slightly came to Yahweh to reduce the pressure. But we are under pressure because I must, I can't just be in the prayer closet and reading the word, which is my main work. Paul said, Peter said, let us give ourselves to pray in the study of the word so that others. But I'm also on the roof. I'm doing this. I'm driving, buying this, buying this for the workers. Pastor Robin is driving trucks. We are crazy. Because we, at this stage, it doesn't make sense to employ other full-time workers. Uh we rather prefer then that we will do a little bit more. Are you with me? It makes sense, isn't it? So you being part of the main team also know how we do things. Amen. Yes. There are times, listen to what Bishop Dag writes here in his, his book. This is from this book, eh? Lay People and the Ministry. I see you take pictures when I Keep the books like this, but I see now you are tired. Are you tired? You know, somebody phoned me one day. It was one of my camps. I think it was my friend from Zimbabwe. He says, Hey Charlie, you are a wild follower of Bishop Dak." He said, I see you doing camps, but the way you hold the books, <coughs> you're not ashamed. He keeps saying, when he, when he sees me, when I get on the bus, he says, Yes, the follower of Bishop Derek. They are all there because of Bishop, but he says, this is the true follower of Bishop Derek. This guy keeps the books like this while he's teaching. So I was looking at the pictures today that he took. I was standing with one of these books. So I thought if Cedric sees this again, he's gonna say, hey, this man. This is the true, this is the true son of Bishop Derek. he says that. This is the true son of Bishop Derek. He preaches with the books in his hand. I'm I'm I like to do it. See, I can make notes and write on a page and try to imp- impress you, which I can. But the honesty is the best policy. I tell you, this is it's not really my, this is another man's work. God loves honesty. God hates hypocrisy. i tell you one thing, God hates hypocrisy. You make like you're holy, but you're not. You make like, oh, this is all my knowledge, but it's not. God hates this. God hates hypocrisy. Because sometimes this because prism well wake up means it's a nurse but it's this book lay people and the ministry he said there were times when being a full time minister is a burden to the small congregation because sometimes a particular person in the congregation is burdened I want to read you this because I find this such a nice story Sometimes a particular person in the congregation is burdened by the fact that he has to support you all the time. He says, there are times that I wouldn't want to stay in certain people's homes. This is because I feel that my presence is a burden to my host. Once we went out preaching and we got back home very late, it was past midnight. Our hostess came out of her room looking very sleepy and tired. She said, are you guys back? What time is it? She mumbled. We found out that it was about 1 a.m. Would you like to eat? She said. I thought to myself, of course we would like to eat. I'm starving. I haven't eaten all day. But I muttered some noncommittal and diplomatic answer. My hostess continued, I have some fish in the freezer. I can defrost it and make some stew. I was quiet, but she continued. I have some rice which I can also prepare. Then she asked again, Would you like me to make the food? I thought to myself, Should a Christian ask someone to defrost fish and boil rice at 1 a.m.? I decided that I didn't want to be a burden to this dear hostess. I smiled sheepishly and said, Oh no, it's all right. I went to bed on an empty stomach. I simply did not want to be. a burden to my hostess. So now I have learned to carry secret food supplies when I travel. So that I do not become a burden to people. And this is what Paul is talking about. He did not want his ministry to be a burden to anyone. Are you listening? I thank God for my wife. My wife, I think a mother had this gift of Hospitality. Uh, mother didn't have many gifts, but one of the gifts she had, she could serve people very well. She went abo- over and a abo- She made sure everybody had something to eat. So I think my wife caught that gift. So that's why, through our hosting of pastors, we have also been blessed. My children have been blessed. We hosted great men of God. Yes, and it's going to be even more if God spares us greater. You'll be blessed to stand with pictures of great men of God. Many of you, you, people you would never been. The other day I saw myself sitting with uh, Terry McCarmon. The old picture that just popped up. And then I saw Lizzie, because I took Lizzie with, and uh, Lizzie's orangu friend, the two of them were there. She's now not part of us anymore. They were standing and they took photos with Terry. You know Terry McCarmon? So I'll get on the keyboard, they play one of Terry McCarmon's stuff there. Terry is the guy that sings, Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. That guy, I sh- we, were, we, we met him in, in Kells River. No, Brackenfell or something. Yeah, I said, take pictures. Thank you at Mills. I saw the two of them. Look at them. That's the toilet professional. That's the boatman. He's got a picture with Dagwood Mills at the Uchwaran Airport. Is it? Yeah. You know who's Dagwood Mills. <coughs> he must be grateful. Always grateful. Brother Miller took a picture where I was standing with Reynard Bonke. Reynard Bonke. Just next to him like this. Smiling at the camera. Me and him. Wow. I was Duncan Williams. and I got a picture with him. I'm standing with uh, Mike Murdoch. I sat with Mike Murdoch in his car. Yes. Hey, opportunities. Opportunities. But my wife's uh, hospitality has made it like that. You know when people feel that they can't come to your house because you're hiding the food. I just got a call from Bishop Atu's wife. Three of their people are here from, what's the name, from Ghana. They're here for some conference, business conference, so they just wanted to let us know. Why do they do that? There's many others they can phone, but because they know of the hospitality. The people will be treated well. Be treated well. And if you're full-time, we will treat you well. Pastor Lafoy, when he comes to Cape Town, he's, He's he's part of a denomination, but he stays in my house because of the hospitality. So the guys ask me from the Eastern Cape, what did you do to him? Why does he want to stay with you? It's so simple. You treat him well. Give him food. Hmm. You ladies must learn this thing. It's also a skill. You don't need lots of money to make something nice quickly. Hmm? Bishop Dag said that's what, he fell in love with his wife. He used to visit her, and then she makes food for all the, the university prayer group that came to her house. She could take a small stuff and say, wait, let me plan, and then she divides it. Everybody gets a stick. He said, it's something that really drew him to this lady. It's beautiful, so that we don't become a burden to you. Ja, Rij je ik nog voor een kopje thee bij jou eens. Ze me nog nooit genoeg. Maar ik kom. alle thee ben van je leen af. Ik zou patten. Huh? One day. We were visiting a pastor. My group. There was some major thing. And then I told the group. Let's go to one of our pa- one of He was one of our senior pastors. We said let's go to his house. Hey, it was cold. And we came in there. It was late in the night. Me, Pastor Charlie, LPD, my wife. Then he and his wife came out. The wife had a, a gown on. She was also sleeping. And the lights were off. off and they switched it on. And we were sitting there. And so we were, so, and he had a fireplace. So we thought the appropriate thing to do is just put on some fire and the wife can offer some tea. Yeah. The pastor said, Was it you a hot tea? And the wife sat still. We left after about an hour uh, after intense meeting. It wasn't even something to do with them. It just was we wanted to include him in the meeting, so we went there. We drove straight from there to We look for a, like a McDonald's, you know, because we were really, we really needed tea that night. The huh? other do you remember? We went, we just thought, you know, when you now think, the next most appropriate thing is for the woman of the house. It's not like a newlywed couple. It's like, like many years, eh? grandparents almost. Naks. Naks. And I'm not like that, but, but I mean, the wives probably thought, A, a copy of most like common. Later Naks. I think later, they felt guilty about it because they heard that somebody showed us at KFC and told them that we went to KFC. Then he came and said, look what happened that night was there was no milk in the fridge. So my wife didn't want to give you black tea. Masivani. I went to some houses that are really poor but they offered me tea. Yeah, so it's not about what if you have or don't have. It's just how you, you, how you are, man. How you are. <laughs> My wife doesn't like me to serve people because I'll make you a sli- sandwich of bread. I won't cut it or anything. and I clean the knife on I say, I said, no, you can't do. You need to cut it, put it in a side plate. And we are working. We must now move. Peanut butter on the bread. Right, <laughs> right Marky? <he> Mesquim. <laughs> free reading. Deh, free reading. Huh? We are two. We are leaving. Now I must eat quickly because I'm always in a hurry. Now I think, oh, I've got a brother here. I don't know. I was Mr. Brennan or somebody one day? said, "Ma, he he butter there." Cut! Why must you cut it? Because it's gonna cut in your stomach. How did dung let you? It's very dung. But the ear then, I'm just a steer. As a tivani. Huh? No, my wife is a, a real. Serve She will put it in a side plate, cut it. Sometimes pastors visit me, then after, see my wife say, "Did you make tea? Who was here? Did you make them tea? Tea? Oh, I forgot. I'm just talking business. But that's different if you're a man. But a woman, see, so you must. The woman must be hospitable. You must be. Anyway, that was not my message. Hey, we are getting closer to the bride. Tell your neighbor, we're getting there. We're getting there. You must learn my skill of keeping fleshly people alive. Amen. spiritual people, you can just talk. But fleshly people, you constantly mention the braai. Then later, when they fall asleep, you talk about the fat dripping from the, from the, the meat onto the ch. It's a skill. A particular skill. Somebody said, Pastor, the time flew. You spoke so long. We didn't even get tired. That's not a skill. It's anointing. Anointing to teach. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Let, Let me rush. Let me rush. Let me rush. Become a lay pastor so that you can survive in the ministry without being paid by the church. Right? Four ways how paying a pastor can hinder the ministry number one, building projects are slowed down or stopped because there's no money for the building projects number two, the church cannot buy the equipment it needs, I'm helping you to understand why you must continue working and still work for the Lord, amen number three, we can't send missionaries out because we support our missionaries when they need money, they need food they phone us and then we have to send oh yeah We have to. Some people do not understand why people who work for God should be blessed. That's why we advise pastors to keep their private lives quiet. In this age of, what's it called, Instagram, you will never see that I post private things when I'm on holiday. Never. We warn our children also when they take pictures not to post. Bishop Dagdem taught me that thing. He said, don't do that. Because if you are a full-time pastor, the people in the church can't understand sometimes why you must be on the beach and they must work. So you never show any... These, these pastors are immatures taking pictures of them lying in the In the beach and going here and Instagram here and Instagram. No, 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 no. That's private. It's even the church. Instagram stuff is different. I'm in the church. I'm here. I'm there. Like this is a camp now. We are working. It's a different thing. But when I'm on my holiday, no. And I've been to very nice places, but you won't see pictures. No, 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 no. no. It's the work of the ministry. All right. Let me rush. Let me rush. Become a lay pastor so that you can be free from all men. Become so that you can be free from all men. Free. 1 Corinthians 9, 19. Though I be free from all men, yet I have made myself servant unto all. There it is, free from all men. I have made myself, that I might gain them all. Many times, people who give money develop their attitude because of the size of their donations. It is very important for pastors to be free from the negative attitudes of church members. Amen? Yeah. Numbers, whatever. Be a lay pastor so that you can be in the ministry whether finances allow you or not. You can still do the ministry. Hmm? Paul said, if I don't preach the gospel, I'm in trouble. Woe is unto me. I must preach. We encourage our missionaries to find work when they go out. Morgan is now going to start the work in East London. We support you the first few months. We say, try try to find something so that it's not a burden to the church. The church is too small. The offerings and tithes, many, many of our small branches, They don't bring in even enough to cover the cost of where they stay Hallelujah Uh, Be a lay pastor so you can sacrifice to the Lord Amen Be a lay pastor so you can sacrifice to the Lord The lay ministry is a sacrificial ministry Unlike what many people think the ministry is very tiring and stressful Can somebody agree? Even paid ministers are called to sacrifice. Many pastors don't have the normal family life because their family life is constantly interrupted by the demands of the people. When it is holiday time, instead of the pastor having time for his family, he has to attend various church and social functions. Hey, weddings in December, I don't like it. No one really cares about it until the pastor's children become rebels. And many pastor's children hate the ministry. Thank God that my children don't. Amen. But they feel so because they feel the pastor's, the ministry steals their parents from them. And the many stresses that come to the pastor and his wife because of the position they have. The pastor is the focus of every spiritual attack. And many people don't know this. Yeah. The devil says, attack only the pastor. Because if the shepherd is smitten, the the sheep are all gone. Amen. Hallelujah. Why must you be a lay pastor? You must become a lay pastor to overcome selfishness in your life. You must overcome selfishness in your life. You will, I will no, say to your neighbor I will no longer be selfish Selfishness is the reason Why many people don't get involved In the work of God They are self-centered And they just look for themselves They have no concern For anyone except themselves They are engrossed In the little world They have built around themselves Self-gratification Self-awareness I've got some pastor friends, they play golf. So occasionally we play on a Friday. But there are many times when Pastor Robbie and myself can't play because the projects are going, going, going. Then they keep warning us, hey, you guys mustn't work so hard. You must take self care. <laughs> they play golf almost every day, these guys. We tell them, oh, when do you work? You know, at least you must have one day because Sundays we work, Saturdays we work, so we need. Jesus, the Lord, I mean the Lord said that the Sabbath one day must, must be for us. So, normally we would play on a Friday or so. Now these guys, every day, Monday, Tuesday, Say, if you want to play, go up, just phone us. Huh? We'll come and support your relaxation. Because you must take care of yourself. Self-care. <laughs> Self-care. Self-gratification. Self-interest. Self-awareness. Self-help. <laughs> Who's from the self-help? Yeah, A selfish person can never be a servant of the Lord. Selfishness makes you think about yourself, but ministry makes you think about people that you don't even know. Amen? Yes. May you not be selfish. In Jesus' name. And then I told you to be a wise lay pastor. You know, Because Jesus said, I send you like sheep in the midst of wolves. Matthew 10, 16. There's a hatred for the ministry. And people like to pick on pastors. So don't go and blast out that you are a pastor. Don't use your... One of our pastors in church, he's so concerned about his pastoral tag. He wants everybody to know he's a pastor. And we don't like it at all. People are going to look for your faults at work and at school. They're going to say, wow, we didn't know pastors can also do what you are doing. We didn't know pastors can come to work late. That's what they will say. They will really, really destroy your life and your ministry. Be a late pastor so you can be a great financial help to the ministry. Amen? And that's what you are, isn't it? Tie this. Give the proper tithe. Don't steal from the Lord. You'll never be blessed. and You'll never go far. It is the lay pastors who supported this ministry, I tell you. And then lastly, be a lay pastor to overcome laziness. Oh, yes. And idleness in the church. For we hear... that there are some which walk among you disorderly working not at all Second Thessalonians 3 verse 11 2 Thessalonians 3 we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly working not at all but are busy bodies no And sad to say, this is what has happened to many churches. The church I grew up in, other churches. When people become so old in the benches, then there's nothing more for them to do, because they're not working for the Lord. They don't work for the Lord, so they start to criticize one another, and they tell the pastor, look, I've heard that sermon before, you preached that sermon two years ago, there by that day. Hmm. My heart is worthy, Lord. My heart is haughty. May you be blessed in the lay ministry. And you that don't have a proper job, come to me. Stand to your feet and come to me. You that don't have a proper job, come. Because I'm preaching about this, I want to pray for you. You that don't have a job and you want a job, come, come to me. You, you, you are going to work for the Lord, but you're also going to... Come, deacon. Just stand, just stand there. Layman, as I was preaching, you also said, "Lord, if I get the job I'm also going to give to the church, isn't it? You're not working, but you don't want this job. you want something better. You want a better job?? Oh, let the Son of God Enfold you you With His Spirit And His his love Let Him fill your heart And satisfy your your soul Let him have the things that hold you and his spirit, his spirit light a like dove will we'll descend, descend upon your life and make you whole. Jesus. Come and feel your land. your land. Lay people in the ministry. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, come and feel. Please come and feel. Open your hands. All right. I'll drop some oil. The hands is the symbol of work, the hands. I'm just going to anoint you on the hands that you will find work. But don't now, you see, go lesser. Look at Tashley She's a great example. Early at the church, late last to leave, And she also has a full-time job. Jamie Ross, late in the night working on the designs so we can have all these beautiful banners, posters. Yeah. And then also back to work the next day. Lay people and the ministry. Hey, like us. I love it. Self-supporting. What do you do? Are you at home now? What, what, what was your highest grade you passed? You got matric. Huh? IT. Did you pass? Open your hands. You will find work. In this year. Soon. You will find work. Start applying for jobs. Father, in the name of Jesus, the hands of for work. Rub that oil together in your hands. I anoint these hands that you will find honest work and become a great help in the church in the name of Jesus. Deacon, what do you do? Did you pass my trick? Right. speak to my wife after church she, can, she normally guides the students in the name of Jesus may this day be a turning point in his life Lord as you did for me so many years ago do for them also I pray I never lacked a day with looking for a job never never Since I finished my studies, I walked straight into work. Not one day unemployed. I was not one day unemployed up to this day. Now may the anointing that you gave to me and the blessing and the favor also come to them. Give Altina a nice job, Lord. A good job. Be diligent with the works of your hand. And the Lord is opening a door for you. Angelo, it's coming. Coming. Rub your hands together. I anoint you. I break every blockage that prevents you from entering a good job. May you find the work. May you support your family. May you support the work of God. In the name of Jesus, give me the oil. Open your hands. Keep your hands and then put the, rub the oil against your hands. Yes. You have found favour in the eyes of the Lord. Clinton. This period of joblessness is for a season and for a reason. But soon, the Lord will establish you. Yes, you will earn enough money to take care of your family. I prophesy this over you. Don't forget to come tell me that the prophecy has come to pass. Jesus bless you. They already promised you the work. Just give me your hands and you are getting it. Amen. But the Lord is going to use you more mightily to turn the church around. The work is a secondary thing. It's not the main thing. You must work for God and bring souls to Jesus Christ. That's the main thing you must do. And you will do it. We have come. Give me the oil on his head. We have come to this camp for a purpose. Hey. You with Mariana, no? the, 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 the the hands is for it's a symbol of work. Rabbi together. I anoint your hands today. That the Lord will grant you to have a job wherever. It will be done for you, yes. And that you will give your tithes to the church and more than your tithes, support the work of the Lord, Jesus. Testify. You will find the job. Keep your hands up, sister. And rub it together as a sign of the anointing. The Lord knows you. He knows your frame. You were, when you were in your mother's womb, the Lord knew you. The Lord will take care of you. Don't be afraid. Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee home. Are you not working, sweetie pie? You want a different job. Rub your hands together. Blessed Lord. You have done it for so many in this church. Remember her also. By your miracle working power. Open financial blessings for her. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Sing the Lord's praises, and that's the door for your life. Sing His praises. Serve Him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. You'll be blessed. You'll be very prosperous. Yes. You work at the creche. Yes, we are building our creche soon and He will come. Come out there and you come help us. In the name of Jesus. This is your children, Lord. Let them not beg for bread. Let them not beg. Oh, Roxy, you've been through much, huh? Rub your hands together. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart. Yes. Yes. The power of God's Spirit carry you on the wings of like a dove. Open doors for you, Roxy. Open doors. There's power here. Holy Ghost power. Keep your hands out, ladies. Keep your hands out. No, no. Keep it like you're catching the oil. Keep it flat so that you catch the oil. Now you rub it together It's a sign. Rub it together as a sign. These three ladies. Leave him. I'm coming to him now. Put some on your head. Put your hands on your heads. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I never begged for any job in my life. So let them also not beg. Give them the desires of their hearts. A job and a testimony. 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 From where else is this sister again? Waitkeeper. Oh, tell. What type of work does she do? No, but what type of work can she do? What is her skill? Tell me. Ah, ek gaan nie wat die kin, but die sê, moet blij by my. Sê moet blij by my. I can't lose her now. Lug Johanna. Die Heere gaan uitweg vir jou maak. Dear Lord For Rochelle What is your will for her? We don't know But may your will be done May your will be done She's a blessing to the church May the floodgates of heaven open Supernatural supply to them that help the church. I bless them with a priestly blessing. Remember her Lord. Remember her like you remembered Hannah. When she was barren. With nothing to offer. Please Lord. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus. Give me the oil for Brenda's hands too. As you work for the church. and love your hands together Brenda. As you work for the Lord, you are you are creating door, doors and patterns. Jesus, Jesus, may she not suffer. May she not suffer. Jesus, Virgil, you must take care also of your mother. As the Lord opens doors for you, don't forget your mother. Natasha, Natasha. in the name of Jesus for Natasha did I put oil on her hands rub your hands together Natasha? rub your hands together where are all of you going where are all of you going don't you have jobs? What is your profession? Trimmed and clean. All right. Trimmed and clean. How old is she? Patricia. Oh, you're a young man, Sebayela. Can you love for Rushka. Huh? Connections. Put your hands together. Are you looking for a work now? Sometimes when things look almost like impossible, uh, the Lord just says one door for you. When I finished my education, they said, there's no work for teachers. There was a crisis in the land. Not one day was I. I just finished and I, they told me. I was still at home when I started earning money. You know, because you start getting paid from the 1st of January. Schools only open on the 12th or the 15th. and I was getting paid for sitting at home. Let it be so for you also. The Lord will take care of you. In Jesus name. Lord, a door. A door. An effective door. Effective door. Just rub your hands together. Rub your hands together. It's The the hands speak of work. May the Lord open a door for you. You and your husband will not suffer. But the Lord will provide. Keep working for you. And he will take care of you. He will take care of you. This boy here. Lord Jesus, open the door. Open the door. We need financial help, Lord Jesus. I rebuke you spirits. In Jesus' name. What is this boy? He's finished with my trick, isn't he? You ah. have been very faithful, boy. God sees all these things. You've been very faithful. Very good child, this. Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Open a door for him. By this prayer today. That the power of God work on his behalf. May the doors open. May he come out of lack and insufficiency. May he know power and prosperity. Jesus name bless him bless him with abundance in Jesus name how old is he now all right hey you must go study isn't it jesus oh, jesus let him not struggle open the door for him in Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name, jesus name. you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this the Lord provides for you the Lord opens a door for you there is nothing to be worried about God knows you God knows what you are doing God is righteous and just and fair and the Lord shall provide for you in the name of Jesus serve him give him your everything and He will take care of you. There is nothing too hard for God. Where? With your daddy? Also a very good boy. Samir, when your business is going, take, take these boys with you. Let them work on your buckies. Pick up the stuff, drop the stuff. Come here. Lift your hands. Jesus. Lord, may a wide and effective door be opened for Samir to give work to many people. In the name of Jesus. Make him a source of supply. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May it be so. On the word of the declaration, I pray over Him tonight. The Lord bless you. The Lord opens a door for you. Is it? Rub your hands together. Huh? The Lord knows it all. There is nothing to add for God. Sometimes the Lord allows changes, retrenchments, movements. Movement is important in the work of the Lord. You must keep moving. Amen. Sometimes you think you're going to be there forever. If I was never moved from the church I was, I would never have started to be a man. Father, be merciful to him. May the grace that is here and the anointing for supply, supply him with something that will give him peace and prosperity in Jesus' name. Widow said to Elijah This is all I have We are going to eat it now and die He said no Bake a cake for me You shall not die But you shall live And the supply Will come from the heavenly sources it will never run dry The cup will never run dry Jesus yes, hey. my cup Lord That's anointing there You see The Lord is saying to us The notion of supply Heavenly supply Is real When there's Nothing 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 There's always God Every time in famine and drought With both Elijah and Elisha The similar miracles of the the widow It's the truest expression Of God's miraculous supply The oil in my jar. What do you have in your house? He said, She said, I just have a jar of oil. She said, bring, bring it. Then get more jars. The God who multiplies. When I gave up my job to come full time, I didn't earn what I could earn as a teacher and very little maybe half of what I can't remember but the Lord will supply if you can use the ravens to feed Elijah you must believe in the supernatural power of God And you see, don't hang on to that little thing that God blessed you with because there's even bigger and better things in store. Don't be satisfied with what you have and where you are and pray that it doesn't... If the Lord shakes it a bit, don't be afraid. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Never. I've not seen his seed begging for bread. We were seven children one working father, that's why my mother was sick most of her life. But I can't remember once going to bed hungry like some children say that there was no food this night they went to I never recall once in my life. Seven children <laughs> the wonderful supply of God. The wonderful supply of God. And all of you that lay your hands to the plow. All of you that say. I am here pastor. A servant. Ready to be trained. And to be armed. To you, saith the Lord, your cup will never run dry. Yes, my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Please, Lord, quench this thirsty of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more, yes, my, my God, fill it and up and make, and make me a whole. His head will be sold for very little. And the cup in your hand will not run dry. Tomorrow about this time. Something is going to happen. It's coming. The Lord your God He neither slumbers nor sleeps. Israel, real. He's real. He's real. Tomorrow about this time donkey's head, will be sold for a very small price, yes, the Lord is busy, the Lord is busy, wonders to perform, wonders. Prosperity is your portion. Prosperity is your portion. May poverty never be associated with you. Never. My cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Please quench the thirsting of my soul, Let the bread of heaven feed. Satisfied, oh but then I heard my Savior speaking, draw from my well, it never will run, dwind. oh like a woman at the well, I was seeking Seeking for things that could never satisfy. But one day, I heard my Savior speaking. He said, just draw from this well. It never will run dry." There's never enough in God. The sources and resources will never get dry. There's always sufficiency. You cannot say it is finished because it will never run dry. Yes, He has blessed you yesterday, He will bless you tomorrow. I will bless your future. Fear not, says the Lord. Put your trust in me. You will not see the righteous forsaken. Or you would see begging for bread. Am I then a respecter of people and of persons? Because I bless my children. I will bless you too. You will not be known as a poor person. You will have enough and more than you can carry. More than you can carry. I prophesy you will have more than you can carry. More than you can carry. More than you can carry. Receive the word of the Lord. More than you can carry. Much more than you can carry. Much more than you can carry. More than you can carry. More more it's supernatural it's supernatural yes it's supernatural supernatural Jesus yes it is Jesus it is Jesus in my soul for I have touched, I have touched the, all the of of garment and his blood and his blood has made me whole oh it is jesus yes it is jesus it is jesus in my soul blood has made me whole, oh it is Jesus, wonderful yes, it is Jesus, it is Jesus in my soul, my soul, for i have touched i have touched the the hem of his garment and his blood has made me whole oh it is jesus yes it is jesus it is jesus In my soul for I have touched the hem of his garment and his blood has made and I think Pastor Chris Ross shared very well. He explained the message very well. So I think I'm gonna ask him to share every day. You know, the Archbishop brought the prophet and I'm also bringing you. (laughs) So you you, you explain the, the word very nicely to all of us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith cometh by hearing.